3: You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. Good to be with you on this Wednesday afternoon. Uh, congrats to KU, big win last night over UNLV, first bowl game win since 2008. I did not know that.
1: Yeah, we're really good at the old football.
3: I didn't. I did not realize it had been 15 years since KU had won a bowl game.
1: But we're back, baby. Guaranteed rate victors. Okay, simmer down. <laughs> GuaranteedRate.com. I don't even know what that
3: is. <laughs> know. Is that like... Mortgage in- lending, it, I'm guessing? I, I, have no yeah. I, I have no idea. Insurance uh, company? I have no idea. 49-36 win last night over UNLV that both Sam and I were sleeping through.
1: Uh, MU comes up on Friday with the Cotton
3: Bowl. Uh, K-State tomorrow night with the... It's it's getting ridiculous.
1: Oh, I had the list of weirdest names pulled up earlier, and I didn't read most of them because I didn't believe that they were actually bowl games. Try me. Well, hold on. Let me go find it again.
3: Try me. I guarantee. I remember back in 2017, you know, I'm a huge Nebraska fan. uh, They did not have enough teams in, this would have been January of 2017 or December of 2016. It, It was December of 2016. This was not a (laughs) a New Year's Day bowl game. Um, They did not have enough teams that had won six games to fill all of the bowl games that they had. So they put Nebraska in some farm harvest bowl or something with a 5-7 and record. Wow. Because Nebraska travels. And so Nebraska gets into this... Farm Harvest Bowl, or whatever it was, it's all about the money. In December of 2016, they lost it, so they finished the season five and eight. But yet they let them into a bowl game with a five and seven record, just because they were Nebraska.
1: All right, I have the top 30 weirdest college bowl game names. Let's, brought to you by Bleacher Report. Let's top just do. Five.
3: Let's just do uh, ten to one.
1: Okay, ten. Uh, the Meineke Car Care Bowl.
3: Oh, yeah. Everybody's heard of that one.
1: (laughs) Number nine. If you're thirsty, we've got the Bacardi Bowl. Bacardi Bowl, yeah. The SeaWorld Holiday Bowl at number eight. Okay. Pioneer Pure Vision Las Vegas Bowl. (laughs) Long one. Gotham Bowl. Yeah, that's a weird one. Number five, the Progressive Gator Bowl. Uh,
3: Well, no, no, no. See, that doesn't count. Because that's the Gator Bowl. Right. I I never thought that a bowl named the Gator Bowl was a weird bowl.
1: Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, Number four, the galleryfurniture.com bowl. Well, that's weird. Number three, the Beefo Brady's St. Petersburg Bowl. (laughs) Beefo Brady's. Beefo Brady. That's right. Uh, I can't even pronounce that first word. Weed Eater Independence Bowl. Number two. P O U L A N. Oh, Poulon. Poulon weed yep. eater. And number one, the Gaylord Hotels Music City Bowl presented by Bridgestone. Yep, the old Music City Bowl. G H M C B P B.
3: Somebody said Minnesota is going to a bowl game and they have a five and seven record, and that is true. The Minnesota Gophers are going to a bowl game with a five and seven. They're going to the Quick Lane Bowl. In fact, they were. They won. Beat Bowling Green in the Quick Lane Bowl with a 5-7 and seven record.
1: Good for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's getting out of
3: hand. Man. Yeah, it's, it's too much. It's too much. Uh, Chiefs legend Dante Hall has a message for Patrick Mahomes as the quarterback has suddenly become prone to outbursts during the team's recent skid. Here is Chiefs legend Dante Hall.
1: And that's Van Halen. That is not Chiefs legend Dante Hall. Here is... 5150 record. Patrick Mahomes, I love you. You're my
2: favorite quarterback. But I think you need to fall in love with the mundane. Yes, for five
3: years we have been used to the big plays, of Tyreek, to Kelsey, and all of that. It's time to be check down Tom Brady. <laughs> fall in love with the swing route, the check downs. These plays have been there for the taking, and that's pretty much what we need to get back to, Right check down. When it's there, take it. Don't look for the big play. Get a rhythm. If it's a five-yard check down, throw it to him. And then the last thing, I'll end on this. Body language is everything. When you are screaming and yelling at your players, that permeates negatively. When you have what you have had in the first
2: five years, that poker face, we know we're going to win this in the end, that permeates
3: positively. Get back to being positive and not so, you know, ah, on the sideline
1: with your guys. So he was specifically talking I, I, about... I,
3: I can't agree more. I, I think it's a terrible
1: look. Yeah, he was specifically talking about a first-half clip where he walks up and just berates his yeah, and then walks away stomping his feet like he's not a $450 million quarterback. And 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 I,
3: we, we are not a sports station. I am not a sports connoisseur. I like to watch a lot of soccer, and I like to watch a lot of baseball and football. But do you know what happened... Right after that infamous walk over to the linemen, screaming at them, throwing your helmet down. Do you know exactly what happened right after that? Uh, was that in the middle of the two
1: defensive touchdowns? No, and it, was, it was right, right before both. Oh, okay. Yeah.
3: It was. He immediately went out onto the field, fumbled the football for a touchdown return. Yep. And then on the next play, threw an, an interception, interception. for pick a pick six. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Immediately after going over to the sideline
1: and yelling at his lineman, and I think he's which got I a think great point. I think is
3: horrible form.
1: And I we have seen in his seasons past that no matter how bad the game was, down twenty four nothing, you come off, you go to the sideline, you say to your guys, we "Hey, got we, this. Got this. we got this. We got this. Let's go." Hey, We've don't give up. Those clips, those inspirational yes. clips. Don't give up. Don't give up. This isn't how you do it. Nope. And Travis Kelsey's doing the same thing, throwing his helmet. Uh, the assistants on the sidelines are trying to grab Kelsey's helmet so he can go back in the next play. And Andy Reid's like, no, you're not. You just came off on the sideline Dude, and I'm chucked your you, helmet like I'm, a kid. I'm telling
3: you, something is broken.
1: And I, I, I'm all for, you know,
3: you know, football's a tough game. You got to be tough with these guys and, you know, get them all excited, blah, blah, blah. W- what you're seeing is chaos. That That is not coordinated. Yeah. That is chaos.
1: Well, and Dante Hall, it's a three-minute clip. He kind of breaks it down quite a bit. He blames the new OC a little bit. Uh, I don't know if you saw there was a highlight clip of Patrick Mahomes saying call the bad word play. Uh, And that was amid some confusion as well where they weren't lined up correctly. Probably, uh, if Mahomes is correct, because the play wasn't called until the last second. So we got to figure these things out.
3: It's a bad look. I mean, we, we were watching the game on Christmas Day. And I don't like I don't like confrontation to begin with, and I certainly don't like seeing Patrick Mahomes over there on the sideline yelling at a bunch of very large men. Um, that's on him. Um, I guess they got golf carts. Huh?
1: Yeah, right. But Here's your golf cart. Let me scream at you on but, Christmas. But, but, but,
3: but if you're going to scream at me, then don't fumble the football, and then don't throw an interception.
1: Well, and not to mention, I, you know, I, I was at the game. I was lucky enough to be there. It was an awesome time, and I had a great time despite what I saw uh, on the field. Uh, there are a lot of bad calls from the refs right now, not just against the Chiefs. In every single NFL game I watch, there is at least two or three calls where all of the analysts are like, huh? How did they get to that call? I watched a defensive pass interference quickly turn into an offensive pass interference. That made me mad.
3: But doesn't that happen at every sporting event?
1: That's exactly what I'm saying. It's not the bad calls that are making us lose these Mm -hmm. football games. It's the rest of the football around the bad calls.
3: 913-586-7798. 586-7798. Here on Dana and Parks. So you wrote the Kansas City Ferris Wheel.
1: Yeah, I played tourist in my own town I on love the that. Monday of my vacation. You, you know I'm a huge fan of that. I had been to the Nelson Atkins Museum of Art. I don't even know dozens and dozens of times in my life, but I wanted to go back. And so I went and grabbed lunch at a spot that I had never been. Uh, Bay Boys, by uh, the way. Wait, okay. you... oh, wait, wait. Slow down. So you go to the Nelson Atkins. Well, lunch was first. And then the Nelson. Right, so you ate lunch at the Bay Boys? Yeah, Bay Boys. Uh, never heard of West that. Plaza, if you know the area at all um good really really good dutch roll sandwiches it was it was good nice and then spent a couple hours at the nelson and then went to up down just kind of ping-ponged around the city that
3: big black square canvas up on the third floor
1: uh i didn't see that we spent a lot of time in the chinese wing of the exhibit uh or the whatever the chinese exhibit really uh because that is my favorite i love all of that super super old artifacts yeah
3: okay
1: um but then, after dinner, we decided that we were going to pop over to the wheel, my buddy and I, my roommate, and just give it a ride because we had, nobody had been on it. And, you know, we saw it pop up three months ago, and it was underwhelming. Oh. It was underwhelming.
3: Oh. Kind of like the new edition biopic I watched yesterday.
1: So we've been talking about how it's going to give you this awesome view of downtown, which it did. The same view that you can get from the top of the hill that's only, you know, seventy yards behind it. Oh. Except for now that view from the top of the hill has a wheel in the way. <laughs> and it was $17 a person.
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. You and I have known each other for what? Five years, six years? Yeah. I've never seen you this snarky before.
1: You, I I you, was, you
3: have a special amount of snark. On you tonight.
1: Oh, well, I'm sorry.
3: No, it's okay. It's okay.
1: I was incredibly underwhelmed. We asked the lady, and, and not to mention... How much was it? 17 bucks a person. Okay. Uh, which is the discounted rate right now, according to their website. So that tells me that it's going to go up once it reopens, because it's closing in five, in six days, and then reopening for a true grand opening, because nothing below it's open yet. Fun fact, they don't have the restaurant open. They don't have restrooms open. It's just a wheel you show up and you pay your money, and you get to see Kansas City. Now, if I were a tourist and I hadn't seen the Kansas City skyline seven million times in my life, I probably would have enjoyed it a little bit more. Okay. But the second we got to see the view, uh, we had to go around the wheel five more times, and I felt like I was trapped. That's my legitimate and honest opinion so of the KC wheel. <laughs> If minute. you want to know how I really feel, that's well, it. Well, right I, I
3: think we just found out. Yeah. Um, you're saying this is a runaway, do not run
1: toward. It wasn't for me. Now, if you have little kids, I don't know. See, I'm weird because I've spent my entire life in this town. And so I know all of the perfect spots around town to get a good view of the skyline.
3: Like from the Scout yeah, Monument right. where you can get a great shot from downtown. All of those are free, Over, over not there right up dollars. by
1: Liberty Memorial. Yeah. Okay. Heck, you can go to the top of City Hall for free. Well, but then you're in downtown, so you don't really get to see the skyline, but.
3: I guess you can, right?
1: I was, yeah, I was incredibly underwhelmed, but I did it. I had to say that I've done it so that when I, you know, talk poorly about it in the future, I at least have that under my belt. Can,
3: can I tell you what my greatest disappointment from the weekend was? Yesterday,
1: I called you, did I not? You did, yes.
3: Okay. And what did I tell you?
1: Uh, you told me that you can't wait to have me back tomorrow. Right. Yep.
3: Which is today.
1: Yeah. Do that you would remember be today. what?
3: Do you rem- remember what else I told
1: you? You told me that there is a great new edition biopic on Netflix. No. Hulu. No. BET. Oh, BET. That's right. All right. So and I. I called you up to
3: let you know uh-huh. that the the new the new edition biopic had just started on BET. Right. So. You told me, I did, and this broke my heart, <laughs> that you really weren't into New Edition. You had just started playing some New Edition songs on the show, and I noticed it, and I started commenting on it. And then you just started playing New Edition more and more often, even though you weren't a New Edition fan,
1: and I always thought you were. Yeah, it was about uh, eight months ago, nine months ago. Mm-hmm. There were three days in a row where I accidentally... That's fine, Sam. That's great.
3: That's interesting. Um, Okay.
1: So I ended up watching
3: (laughs) the new edition biopic yesterday on BET. You're fired. Why am I fired? It was terrible. Little telephone man in there? There was a little telephone man, but that is two hours of my life that I am never, ever... Going to get back.
1: You know what I didn't watch yesterday? Uh, the new edition biopic on BET. Correct. Hmm. I cleaned my fridge instead. Sam, it was terrible. Well, what'd you learn? What was your favorite fact? That it sucked?
3: Um, That it was a, the merger of two different groups
1: in Boston? Okay, okay.
3: And that Bobby Brown, when he would perform solo in his early preteen years, would often choke up and would have to run off the stage. He couldn't perform.
1: Really? Mm -hmm. That was his prerogative, huh? Get out. (laughs) So on January 1st, there are 22 states that will see an increase in their minimum wage. Can we wait until after the bottom of the hour for this one? Sure. Okay. Because I I think there might be
3: a topic there. Uh, Did you see the Pistons? The Detroit Pistons have lost a record 27 games in a row.
1: Uh, Yeah, there's currently betting lines for them to not win another game this entire season.
3: The (laughs) The Detroit Pistons have broken the record for most consecutive losses in a single season. 27 after losing last night, 118 to 112 to the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, only the Philadelphia 76ers who dropped 28 games in a row but it was between two seasons have endured a worse losing streak wow uh the pistons are currently what are where what's their current record
1: uh 2 and whatever they have 2 and 27 yeah i think so. i think that's right okay that's that- ba- that's bad you can currently bet that the Pistons will not win another game until January 15th.
3: Hmm.
1: Uh, Cade Cunningham
3: from the Pistons is quoted in the story saying, Don't jump off the boat. We got to stay together.
1: Please. We're bad, but we're don't not that jump bad. off the
3: boat. The, bro, that boat has sunk. Mm-hmm. That boat has gone down like the Titanic. There's no bringing that boat back. 913-586-7798. 586-7798. Here on Dana and Parks.
0: Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports.
1: That clock at four. Doncic.
0: The step back three, you bitch! Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.
2: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight. Better than reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at and t at tmobilecom slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported. 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.
3: Story here from ABC News. A North Dakota lawmaker has no plans to immediately resign. despite party leaders' calls for him to step down after he railed against police with profane, homophobic, and anti-migrant language during a recent traffic stop that ended in his arrest on a charge of drunk driving. In a statement today, uh, State Representative Nico Rios said he is, quote, seriously mulling all aspects of his future, quote, As I weigh my future in the legislature, I am going to spend the next few months addressing my issues with alcoholism and getting the help that I need. Any decision that I make going forward will be made with a sober mind and deliberative clarity. To do so, I will be prioritizing breaking my chemical dependency on alcohol, improving the interpersonal relations I have strained, and listening to our community.
1: Translation, I said a lot of things I shouldn't. Yeah, did you say that he was uttering racial slurs? Uh,
3: Among other things, he told officers that they would, quote, regret picking on me because you do not know who
1: I am. Now, Scott, you've had your fair share of alcohol in your life. Did it ever make you racist? It did not. Okay. All right, cool. It did not. Next story. Um,
3: And never once in my life have I ever said, do you know who I am? Because, I mean, that's because everybody knows. Obviously. No, no, because most <laughs> people don't. It's because most people don't. <laughs> uh, he was leaving a Christmas party when he was pulled over, mm-hmm. uh, charged with drunk driving.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. If only he could have called an Uber. Hmm.
3: Like most people should. Yeah. The New York Times is suing OpenAI and Microsoft. For copyright infringement, alleging that the company's artificial intelligence technology illegally copied millions of Times articles to train chat GPT. On how to provide people with instant access to information technology that now competes with the Times they are going to win this lawsuit. The complaint is the latest in a string of lawsuits that seek to limit the use of alleged scraping of wide swaths of content from across the Internet without compensation to train so-called large-language artificial intelligence models. Actors, writers, journalists, and others who post their works on the Internet fear that AI will learn from their material and provide competitive chatbots and other sources of information without proper compensation. They've got a lawsuit here.
1: Now, I would agree with you that they've got a lawsuit, but where does the proper compensation come into play? Because they published that on the internet. That is public.
3: Yes, but it was also copyrighted public information.
1: Right, but ChatGPT is not republishing it in terms of a profit. Now, they are profiting off of the object learning from the public information. Okay,
3: that's a fair point. That's a fair point. At any time when ChatGPT or OpenAI when they write articles or biographies or whatever, at any point do they borrow word for word from their sourcing information?
1: Well, that would be plagiarism. Exactly. Uh, but again, in what case do even scholars not do that from time to time? Well, I mean, they, That's impossible they do it, to but, avoid. Well,
3: but they do it with attribution.
1: Well, that's fair.
3: As, as you, you can borrow somebody's words as long as you attribute them. But if ChatGPT or OpenAI is borrowing or are borrowing words literally word for word and not giving attribution, you're stealing somebody else's work.
1: Well, in that case, that would be if a student were to use ChatGPT to, say, write a paper. That would be on the student, not ChatGPT, and the student's not profiting off of it. Where I think that ChatGPT, and please don't think I'm defending AI because I'm afraid of it and it's scary and whatnot, but I think where they're going to have a case is they're going to claim that we're not actually copying anything that you wrote. We're just reading what you wrote as a program to learn your writing style, to be more efficient in what we present when somebody types a question into our prompt box.
3: True, but if if I'm a student at a university and I say, hey, chat GPT or hey, open AI, write me a paper about the Mississippi River. I, I, I want to write a paper. Uh, I need a six-page paper on the history of the Mississippi River. And they start borrowing actual lines from the Kansas City Star or from the New York Times or from the Washington Post, they're plagiarizing
1: and they're stealing. So then that kid should be kicked out of that school for cheating.
3: Well, well, maybe so, but should ChatGPT or OpenAI also be sued for stealing content?
1: I would argue no, because they didn't publish it for a profit. I mean, then you could argue that Google is is stealing.
3: But my content was copyrighted. I didn't pre- no no Google's not stealing because when they when you ask Google, hey, you know, I
1: guess well, it does pull up their webpage. It pulls up the
3: New York yeah. Times webpage so they get the credit for the information that you're consuming. And you have to pay for it. I don't yeah. know, that's a tough one. But I mean if 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 ChatGPT or OpenAI is is literally pulling out lines from the New York Times and using that as original content, that's theft. You're, And, and I, I know this is a little inside baseball for people. But it's no different than if you stole something from me materially. Just because I came up with it in my mind doesn't mean it's not mine.
1: Any more than if
3: I physically created it.
1: Right, but I think that would come into play, and we're getting way into caveats here, but I think that would come into play if ChatGPT were to, say, produce ChatGPT news. And then throughout their algorithms writing of those news articles in which ChatGPT is publishing it and making money off of it under their own name, they then stole the lines i think the new york times would have a case all chat gpt is doing according to what you read me is skimming the articles for writing styles and bits of information
3: and using it
1: how to prove it prove it they're using it for a profit new york times prove it prove that that's not just an arbitrary sentence
3: well and that's what they're going to have to do in a lawsuit is they're going to have to prove it and if you can't prove it then you got nothing But I think the New York Times has a case here. ChatGPT is literally scouring their content using their writing styles, using their hard work, using their information to produce their own stories. You've done none of the work. You aren't even a real you. You're just a computer program. But you're you're using our hard work to generate your content.
1: I'm sure there is a paid version of Chat GPT, but is it still free for their base version? Do you know? I don't know. Fe- I, it's I, Facebook. It's I was free, it always say, will be. I think they're gonna have a, a strong argument in saying that we're not the ones publishing it, but Well, who know. is? The student who is presenting the paper. Through your website.
3: I mean, that's like saying I went to Worlds of Fun. I I, I rode on a, a on on a on a great ride, but it wasn't at Worlds of Fun just because I wrote it. No, you wrote it at Worlds of Fun. Nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight five eight six seven seven nine eight. Uh quick programming note on Friday of this week, the Missouri Tigers are in the Cotton Bowl. They are playing Ohio State. That game starts at 8 o'clock, but the pregame starts at 5. Here on the Home of the Tigers, KMBZ. So we will be doing Festivus Friday at 4 o'clock on Friday afternoon here on Dan and Parks.
1: Man, you thought your Christmas was rough.
3: Story here from NBC News. A 14-year-old Florida teen My goodness, what happened? Uh, A 14-year-old Florida teen fatally shot his sister in an argument over Christmas gifts only to be shot moments later by his teenage brother. Wow. Uh, The argument started when the brothers, ages 14 and 15, were out shopping on Christmas Eve on Sunday with their mother and sister and got into a spat over who was receiving more Christmas gifts. Oh, my God. The age-old
1: sibling fight.
3: According to Pinellas County Sheriff's Office, uh, after shopping, the boys, their mother, their 23-year-old sister uh, went back to grandma's home where the argument continued. That's when the 14-year-old brother stood in the doorway, took out a 40 caliber handgun, pointed it at his brother, told him he was going to shoot him in the head.
1: Okay. I can't. Uh, with the new year comes a lot of legislative changes. Oh, I love these! I love these stories. Uh, this is not exactly a legislative change. It is something that passed a couple years ago that we are getting incremental increases on. But if you work in Missouri and make minimum wage, I'm sorry, uh, but also you're going to get a 30 cent raise in four days. Oh, yeah, going from twelve dollars to twelve thirty. They are one of 22 states getting a raise. Uh, Hawaii's going up from twelve to fourteen. That's a two-dollar increase, the biggest one I'm seeing. Uh, but yeah, so minimum wage in Missouri is going to be twelve thirty. 30 What is it in Kansas? Two. It's low. Oh, they are still at seven twenty-five an hour, which is equivalent with the federal minimum wage, which has not changed which, since two thousand nine. Which, which, by the way, you
3: know, and and we we can get into a million debates about inflation and raising these low wages and, and the impact that's had on inflation, also borrowing on the debt, all that stuff, whatever. Um, anybody who can argue that 725 is a livable wage is insane. Now I don't think there I, I don't think there's a single person in the entire state of Kansas that makes
1: 725 an hour in fairness. I mean, I would argue that there's probably not many of those in the entire country. I, I I can't
3: even imagine. If I was a teenager today, there there is no way I'm walking into Sonic or McDonald's or Good Sense or whatever, and you, there's no way you're paying me less than twelve dollars an hour. There's just not. I'm trying to remember where I started. I think it was. I can tell you exactly what my start, my first starting
1: wage was nine or ten dollars an hour, three
3: twenty-five an hour. Three Were tw- you serving
1: though, or was that just?
3: No, I was working back line at a Sonic in Littleworth. Okay. Worth. And my my first yeah. my first well, I mean, I had a I had a gig in another place that I used to live that we don't talk about. Um, but when I foreign came, foreign land, it was a, it was in yeah. it was a foreign mm-hmm. land, Sam. Um, but my first job back in the states. So this would have been in the summer of 88. Um, I worked at the Sonic on Main Street in Leavenworth, on 4th Street in Leavenworth. And it was 3, it was 3, it was, I think it was 3.25 an hour. I think it was 3.25 an hour. Let me look that up. Minimum wage in 1988. It was awful. It was ridiculous.
1: Yeah, now now that I think about it, I for sure started at $9 an hour and I worked my way all the way up to $12.50. Wow. Like, granted, I was in high school, uh, and that seemed like more than enough, but I couldn't imagine paying bills, insurance, the whole nine on $9 an hour. Yeah, uh,
3: 1988, the minimum wage was $3.35. Went up to three seventy-five dollars in 1989. Wow. So I flipped burgers at Sonic and Leavenworth. For less than a dollar for every 15 minutes of work.
1: Now you can do it for like 16 an hour.
3: Woohoo. 335 an hour. Yeah. Now, in fairness, a pack of smokes was a buck. A gallon of gas was 99 cents.
1: Uh, yeah, I went to the grocery store this morning. Four bags of groceries. Now I use the reusable bags, so they're kind of big. 140 bucks.
3: Damn, bro. Yeah. You dropped 140 bucks at the at the grocery store mm-hmm. today. Wow. Uh, 4.9 carat diamond, the largest to be found in nearly three years, was discovered at Arkansas's Crater of Diamond State Park in Murfreesboro earlier this year, according to the Arkansas Department of Parks and Heritage. Um, duh, 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 duh. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is it worth?
1: I don't know. He's keeping it. <laughs> Does it a, is kind of nice though to know that that's not a complete and total gimmick. What? The, the Crater of Diamonds State Park, because their big thing is, come on, find a diamond. Yeah, and and they'll let you in
3: thirteen dollars for an adult, six dollars and twenty cents for a kid. Yep. And you can just come in and search for diamonds.
1: That's kind of their shtick.
3: So, you're right. It says right here, uh, Crater of Diamonds State Park is one of only uh, one of a few places in the world where visitors can search for diamonds from an original volcanic source. The diamond diamond search area consists of a 37-acre field. Any rocks, minerals, or gemstones that a visitor finds are theirs to keep. And a visitor found a 4.9-carat diamond. Largest in three years.
1: I did one of those with the mesh tray. I can't. Think of what it's called, but you dig up a scoop of mud out of the river and when you're, uh, put it in the mesh tray and pi- shake it up. Pining for gold. Yeah, looking for gold or diamonds. I did one of those on our Yellowstone trip years ago and didn't find a dang thing. I don't know what the rules were there, but, yeah, it's pretty cool if you get to go in for 13 bucks and come out with a 4.9-carat diamond. Good uh, for that guy.
3: TikTok users are now frightened and confused as to why the viral video app is supposedly demanding that they input their iPhone password. To view content Uh, even more concerning, experts say the reasons why TikTok, which had been reportedly caught red-handed spying on journalists in the past, remains unclear. Mm -hmm. Uh, The highly worrisome issue was reportedly first observed in late November and saw several more users sound the alarm throughout December. Hmm. It's called data economy. Data economy.
1: Yeah, I don't really buy that you're not wanting more nefarious things off my phone if you're going to require the passcode just to get into your why, app. Why, why would they need it? To sell it. Data is the biggest market behind the scenes right now of anything. Okay. Same reason that companies like Facebook and Twitter are worth so much is not because you use them and they sell ads. It's because you use them and they sell they you.
3: Yeah, they sell you, yeah. And Mayor Eric Adams said he is sure that pro-Palestinian protesters will try to interrupt the New Year's Eve ball drop in Times Square after already disrupting the annual Rockefeller Center Christmas tree lighting and the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Quoting here from the mayor at a news conference this week, we are sure there is going to be some type of attempt this year. Everyone looks for events like this if they want to do bad things, and the police department is on top of it. We are going to be on alert for something different than what we've had in the past. But they are most certainly concerned, this is the mayor, about the people who go out to enjoy their night, and they want to keep the protests and the freedom of speech from interfering with other people's freedom and enjoying themselves. Okay? we got to run. The bonus hour is next. Don't forget to check out the Daniel Parks podcast, available anytime you want, anywhere you go. Just go to KMBZ.com. On behalf of our producer today, the finest man in these United States, the great Sam Stevie Third, my good friend and co-host today, John Grayson. My name is Scott Parks, and God willing, we're back tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Have a great night. Be safe. Be well. And be good. We'll see you tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Take care.
1: Bye.
3: Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com.
0: Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone.